Mike. Steven. Stanley Cup Final, game four. Sure is. And I think we originally were thinking we'd be talking about a pretty controversy-free game. We're going to yeah. be talking about the Colorado Avalanche winning in overtime to potentially force elimination at the hands of the Tampa Bay Lightning in game five in Denver later this week. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about a bit of a controversy on that goal. And it kind of caught everyone's attention when John Cooper goes up and he starts talking. And he has a, a two-minute press conference. Mm -hmm. And this is a guy who loves to talk. Like, it's great. He's awesome for press conferences. And he just kind of, he was somber there. He just, it, he, something was bothering him. And he, you could tell he was very upset. And he eventually just walks off the stage. And he's like, okay, that was really strange. And then we look at the score sheet. And we know you look at the score sheet. It was Steven. It was Steven's idea to look at it. You, with not a crazy idea to look mm -hmm. at the thing in your hand. Yes. with a bunch of stats on it, but you tweeted up, and people are pointing out like, oh, too many men. Mm -hmm. Now, we, to to be very clear about this, the score sheet that we do see on Twitter that Mike did tweet out, there was an error with one of the numbers there where they had Jack Johnson or Eric Johnson, sorry, yes. on the score sheet. That was not correct. It was actually Nathan McKinnon. Yes, it should be McKinnon. But that still means based off of the numbers we saw, there were seven players listed, and they include the goal in that list. Mm -hmm. That means that'd be six players on the ice. So now we're talking about a controversial goal, uh, the Colorado Avalanche, to win a game, and it's, it's not the one that wins the Stanley Cup, but, and, and Tampa Bay, you know, they put themselves in that position. But right now, we're talking about that maybe being the story of the Cup Finals. So no matter what, this is a bad look for the league, because there are two options here. A, they, their puck tracking was incorrect by, by listing the wrong player who was on the ice which I, I, that's the story they're running with, or B, their puck tracking was incorrect by their saying that there were only five players on the ice at the time. Um, this, like, like, you needed to be there for the John Cooper press conference. That was a truly bizarre series of events before we realized what, what, what happened. Because just, just for reference, he did say that he's going to be talking uh, to the media on Thursday before traveling. Yes. And he says he'll address what's going on. And it's like, okay, that, that's weird. Because obviously he was going to talk, but that just seemed weird. He went up to the podium and he paused for like a good five seconds and it sounded it sounded like he was doing a eulogy. And then he said, you know, like with the with the goal, when you look back at it, you'll see what I mean. And so immediately everyone starts looking back at it. You caught that. Yeah, you know, look, either way, and, and what a lot of people need to realize too is that the too many men does not kick in at the time of the goal. It, that doesn't yeah, matter. You can't review that. Exactly. Yeah, it's also not a reviewable call. So, so people saying Cooper could have challenged it. You can't, he can't challenge that. It's not a stoppage in play. Too many men, it's not a stoppage in play. At the same time, though, I mean, like, if you look at, if you look at the video, there clearly was too many men on the ice. I, I will give credit to, I'll, I'll give a bit of a thing to the refs. That is a hard thing to pick out oh, because it, it took a while for anyone to notice. Oh, it, and in the middle of overtime, in the middle, like, I will, look, listen, I, I'm, I'm not someone who comes up here and defends the referees a lot. I will. There were, there were a couple of missed calls that they had tonight. I think otherwise it was a decently ref game. That's, that's a situation where it's pretty much impossible to pick that up in the moment, especially you know, with, the, with the energy, with the stakes, everything like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's, it's tough to, be, to not be a Tempe Lightning fan and feel like you got shortchanged here. I mean, if, if Colorado comes out, they win the Stanley Cup on, on, on Friday. This is going to be the thing that's going to be in the back of the heads of Lightning fans but also at the same time, too, Colorado was dominating that overtime. They were. They were. So they, they were the much better team there. Yes. And, and while Tampa Bay was maybe the better team through the 60 minutes, they were not the better team in overtime. Yes. It, look, there's a lot of through lines here. Basically, at the end of the day, there were six people. Like, there were six skaters on the ice before and during the time yes. that that goal went in. That is not allowed. 
and yet it still counts. And unfortunately, it's taken away from the fact that Nazem Kadri scoring that winner in the game that he he came, the first game he played since undergoing surgery after you, you know going through so much to even make it back onto the ice. I mean, you couldn't write that any better. So we, we do have to go with the facts here. And yes. Nazem Kadri did score the game in a goal. He sure it will did. Count. Yep. Uh, it'll be a controversial goal for sure, but. He did score the game in a goal. Mm -hmm. and this is a guy that we were talking about minutes before. Man, this guy's not playing what we'd expect. Yes. But, well, I should say, not that we would expect. We did kind of expect him to not play. He was playing well. like a guy who was clearly coming back from an injury and not 100%. And a guy who'd only been kind of gripping a stick for a couple days. Yes. So that's a hard injury to come back from. And he scores the game in a goal. So pretty nice goal. It was one that on its own was kind of funny because no one nearly knew it was in. At first, I'm like, wait, that's in. But it was kind of hard to tell because the way like everyone was reacting, even Kadri can react as if it looked went, like it went over the net too. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like okay, but the puck, yeah, the puck's all of a sudden gone, and then the overhead shot mm -hmm. shows it is like stuck over the crossbar essentially in the net. It's like oh, that's a pretty hard thing to do. So that one but on its own, pretty interesting. But now we're talking about yeah, like this is. <laughs> let, let's just skip the controversy for a yes. Minute. Okay. Um, amazing goal. Amazing, amazing goal. Great game, mm -hmm. uh, I'd say. Uh, Tampa Lightning go out there. They they score first the first time. Mm -hmm. It was very early in the game. Force Colorado to chase. Colorado eventually gets back into it, and then Tampa scores again, and then Colorado scores again, and we got two two game. We're going overtime, and then we saw what happened. Um, but this is something where this was the first time that Tampa actually outshot Colorado in the, play, in the yeah. finals. So that's a key thing. That's a big bonus. But you still got a feel for that team where they definitely were the better team for sixty minutes, and um, you know the Colorado they. They do what they do best, which is they just find a way no matter what the circumstances mm -hmm. to capitalize. And they capitalize that that McKinnon goal, yeah, you know, it's an interesting goal. It goes goal. off a foot. Bo both goals were deflections. So yes. not necessarily Vasil like not, not Vasilevsky's fault. Um, we he had an incredible game. Yes. You look at Victor Hedman, he scores a goal that yeah, probably not Darcy Kemper's uh, finest moment in hockey. Yes, no kidding. And, but then he played great after that. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it went from, oh, maybe the goaltending is hurting this team to, oh, actually this is why this game's tied. And big, big one eighty. And then we get to what happens in overtime. So I'd still say quite an entertaining game. Yes, I was like t to that point. I was sitting next to one Stephen Ellis who was writing a story about Darcy Kemper and and how you know, he needs to be better in, at a time when the the Avalanche need him. And yet then immediately after that goal, he turns on and my story changed completely. Exactly. And, and I wrote three stories tonight. He literally did not make it out. He literally changed your story. Yeah. He changed the narrative. He literally changed the narrative. And, and yeah, he went from okay, you know what? He figured a way to bounce back. And this is a guy who's been able to do that various times in the mm -hmm. past. And you know, like there were some tweets saying like, oh, maybe Colorado really need to adjust their goaltending. Kemper was a top five goalie oh, statistically. Yes. This year. So he played really well. You know, the playoffs haven't been perfect for him, but he doesn't need to be perfect. They've lost like three games in the entire playoffs. Yeah. They've been so good along the way. So now we're looking ahead, and this is when it's essentially a best of three. But well, I guess we can't say that because Colorado could just win one game. But we've got three games left. Colorado could close it out at home. I, I want you to make a prediction. Do they? I think they do. That, that, that avalanche crowd. You, yeah, the I crowd was great tonight. And in yes, game it, it was, but that Avalanche crowd is something else. Like they they bring it, and they very clearly spurn or um, sort of like lifted the the Avs to victory in those first two games. I think you know, like they were a very good team, but they were even better with that crowd. This is this is like throughout all of Tampa's accomplishments throughout their their run, their dynastic run that they that they've had. If they come out and they beat the Avalanche on the road in that building after this stinging from this controversial end i mean that will be i think that is like going to be the shining moment of their dynasty i think that will be where this team is built different i 
we can't just go back and look at the past stats and say this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Tampa has to play must-win hockey the rest of the way. Yes. And when they've been in elimination games, how good have they been in the last couple of years? Pretty darn good, Stephen. They've been perfect since uh, the end of that 2019 run. Mm-hmm. That was not so good for them. So, uh, wow, we're going to lot to talk about over the next couple of days. We're heading off to Denver next. I didn't think this is how we were going to be ending uh, <laughs> this I. portion of the trip. I didn't think we'd be talking about the controversy. There's never, there's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment in the Stanley Cup Finals. We'll see you again soon.